the show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. Welcome to the moms and the dads and the kids who are tuning in today. I am Jenny, and this is Channel Mom, where we encourage moms, and we have a really cool show for you today. I just want to remind you that we do focus on your gigantic importance as a mother as you're working to raise and educate your kids really well so they can do some good stuff in the world. We are back with our education series today, and we have a very special treat for you. Wouldn't you like to know, and wouldn't you like to help your kids know, the secrets to being successful in life? Well, we've got the authors of College Secrets of Highly Successful People, Keys to Launching a Great Life, on the show today. Secrets revealed from people like Denzel Washington, Elon Musk, and Carrie Underwood. Authors Tom and Lindy Schneider have a specific set of takeaways for you and your kids, and even a free handout that's all coming up right after 60 seconds to hear from our amazing Channel Mom sponsors. So stay tuned for the rest of Channel Mom. The Life Center in Littleton is here for you. Whether you or someone you know needs help with groceries, GED prep, finding community, or figuring out what faith in Jesus really means, the Life Center wants to help. Located just south of downtown Littleton, we exist to offer our community practical help and lasting hope. Find out more at lifecenterlittleton.org. Moms are a big deal, but sometimes the world forgets. That's why Channel Mom Media and Outreach is here. We exist to love, coach, and encourage every mom, whether she's struggling with parenting, single motherhood, homelessness, or locked in prison. On the radio and social media, Channel Mom works to remind each mom of her importance and give her the latest and best advice. We also reach out to moms with our hands and feet, helping homeless and incarcerated moms, as well as moms in the country and mothers in the city. You can join our work by praying for us, volunteering, or giving at ChannelMom.com. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back, you guys. Uh, My hope always is that we can be a huge blessing to moms. And if you're feeling alone or unappreciated or misunderstood or unthanked, um, that we can just encourage you today. I'm so grateful to our regular listeners. I just talked to a regular listener today, Jen, and also Sandra and Misty and Sharice, just so many wonderful listeners that tune in regularly. So grateful for you. I want to remind you that in times like these, Life Center Littleton, one of our sponsors, really wants to help you. And their food bank is now open for anyone in the Denver area on Tuesday nights from 4.30 to 6 who might need a few extra groceries or maybe you know somebody who could benefit. So go check them out at lifecenterlittleton.org for some extra groceries, extra help. I hope that's a blessing to you. Okay, so we are resuming our series on education today. We don't need no education. 
There we go, our theme music. I bet no one would have ever guessed that you'd hear a little Pink Floyd <laughs> on the stations that we're on and along with Channel Mom, but it works. Our education series is uh, entitled, What Kind of School Works Best for Your Kids? Now we've looked at homeschooling, public, private, and charter schools, the pros and the cons of those. And if you wanna to listen to the whole series, we're gonna post all four parts on our podcast once we've completed the series right here on the radio. So you can go listen to our podcast on channelmom.com. There's an easy link there right on the front page. And uh, we hope all of our folks in all the markets that we represent can be uh, blessed by that. Those uh, who listen to us in Alabama and Kansas and right here in Denver, also in Little Rock. And uh, we also have the new brand new station, AM, right here in Denver, uh, the Caracas AM station, and uh, Pocatello, Idaho coming on soon as well. So we're so grateful for all of them. All right. So this week, we're going to hear again from the folks known as America's College Advisors as part of our education series. They are the authors of College Secrets of Highly Successful People, Keys to Launching a Great Life. Who doesn't want that? Lindy and Tom Schneider have studied which education choices work best to make kids successful, and that includes college. They've been featured on ABC, Fox, CBS, and NBC, and today they're right here on Channel Mom to help you make the best school choices and learn more about how college can work in the best way for your child. So even if your kids are young right now, these are tips you're going to want to use to take away, to, to blend into your child's life as they prepare one day to go to college. Welcome back to Channel Mom, Tom and Lindy. Glad, 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 well, glad to be back. Yes, <laughs> I yes. to be here you can't talk, but I'm glad to be back. <laughs> You'll be able to talk. You're very knowledgeable. We, we cannot wait to hear your, your knowledge. All right, so let's just start with, a, with an easy-peasy question. Um, in your book, you do give an analogy about attracting success, and you use a squirrel as part of that analogy. What was that story? Oh, my. Well, when I was a child... Um, I was fascinated by the squirrels in the yard, and so I literally, I wanted to touch one. So I started putting out peanuts and gradually drawing those peanuts, getting the peanuts closer and closer to the door each day until finally, as they got closer to the door, then I would also sit outside and sit there quietly while they would come up and get the, the peanuts. And I finally got them to... Uh, come up and take a peanut right out of my hand where I could touch their belly. And oh. so I, the way I felt like it was having success right in the palm of my hand. <laughs> so, yeah, through persistence. Exactly, exactly. And so that whole idea that you have to do things intentionally to draw success to you, it's not going to just happen. Yeah, you have a, a big emphasis on intentionality in the book. Can you expand a little bit about that um, for the moms and dads who want to know how to kind of instill that in their kids even before they go to college? Well, really, the, the whole pro prospect uh, uh, concept of, of intentionality is that you need to have a plan going into college so that you know what steps to take while you're there so that before you graduate, you actually have a job waiting for you, uh, which is something that all of our kids were able to do uh, when they went to college. And so there's specific steps and things that, that your kids can do in college that will set you apart from all of your peers. And when you do that, uh, you have the opportunity to uh, know exactly what you're doing and why, and you can move forward a lot more uh, judiciously that way instead of just hoping that 
uh, you'll be discovered suddenly because you have this diploma in your hand. Yeah, and you outline those. In your book, College Secrets of Highly Successful People, you outline some things that people can do that set them apart, that make them intentional, and that can sew into their plan. I, I'm, I'm going to just start with kind of a what people don't shouldn't be doing because sometimes I think people get overwhelmed by all the things they should be doing. But is there something that parents and kids should know not to do if they want to be successful in college and beyond? Oh, absolutely, and that's a great question. One of the Thank biggest you. misnomers that kids go to school with is, I've got to get A's. I've got to be the best. And um, quite often, they're struggling. They think, oh, my gosh, how do I keep an A? They just stick their book, their nose in a book. And that's really the worst thing you can do. You, I tell students to think B's are actually better than A's because you need to get um, into internships and do volunteer work and meet your peers on campus. They may end up being um, co-collaborators co with you at some point on a business idea. Also, yeah. it's, it's very interesting. Uh, the Fortune 500 companies, when they were interviewed about uh, what type of, of uh, employee they're looking for when they're hiring, it was interesting that the valedictorians are not usually the ones that they want because they're so consumed with their self-achievement, they don't tend to be very good team players in being able to work for the good of the, of the company. They're all about their own individual achievements. So the research backs it up that they may prefer a B student to an A student. Now, I have to tell you, I got to believe a lot of people who are achievers and overachievers are going to object to that. I have a mother who worked very hard to be a straight A student and graduated, is it summa cum laude or whatever. Um, and I have a son who works to be a 4.0. And they would say, oh, no, no, you've got to work to be the very best you can be. And then and that's going to make you better beyond college. But but I, I but I get your point. What do you say to those that say, well, you should always work for excellence. You should always work for an A. Well, and I agree with you. You have to work for an A. You have to work for that excellence. But at the same time, if you are doing that to the exclusion of ever leaving your dorm room or your study room, yeah. then you're making a mistake. You've, those connections are some of the most important things you can do while you're in college. And it's really yeah. all about a balanced life, a balanced approach to college, not uh -huh. just focusing strictly on the grades. And you, you have some wonderful stories. I'm going to let you get into some of those about people like Denzel Washington and Elon Musk and Carrie Underwood and John Krasinski. And is it Krasinski or Kaczynski? Krasinski. <laughs> okay. Um, and and they're a great success. And they did some unusual things that people might not guess. But I want to start with something a little um, unexpected. You profile uh, the story of a woman named Liz, who was the homeless daughter of drug addicts, if I have the story right, who ended up going to Harvard. And in fact, there was a Lifetime TV movie about her life called Homeless to Harvard, The Liz Murray Story. And you quote her in your book as saying this, and I want this to be an encouragement to people that think, I'm too far gone, I've made too many mistakes, I'm too old, um, my kids are too messed up right now, whatever it is. Um, they think they, they don't have a chance for, for either themselves or their children to be successful through college and beyond. And here is what Liz said, having come through homelessness and then going, you know, attending Harvard. You are not defined by the bad things that happen. You are defined by what you do next. And I love that. So can you expand on that? Well, you know, I, I think that um, so often 
there are students that uh, that we've worked with that they've had things collapse for them, and they come into college at the at the peak. You know, these are kids that they had to show their stuff in high school and be very successful there, and then they get to college with all highly successful students, and yeah. things can go wrong. Everything from an emotional breakdown where um, we talk about Sarah Bareilles, the song singer-songwriter, and uh, she had a boyfriend break up with her while she was in college, and it just devastated her. Mm-hmm. And uh, she took that, that angst, that struggle that she had with that and began writing songs to, to just comfort herself. And ironically, uh, one of the songs that she wrote about this breakup ended up being a real uh, career launcher as a singer-songwriter. There, yeah, her, her sarcastic song about a love story. Um, I have I do some DJing on the side, and that is a song I played, and I've read her story that she kind of wrote it sarcastically, and it ended up being a huge hit. So it did yes. very well for her, despite her, her woe. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, that idea of taking things that, that you think are a disaster or that you think you've failed at, um, Chip Gaines, you know, got kicked off the baseball team in college, and that was his career goal. But yeah. He turned around and said, you know, there's got to be something else, and um, and he found another way. And now he says he's he's glad he never, um, if if he had to do it over, he would not be a professional baseball player. He would continue to do the landscaping that he does. He's a um, on HGTV as a uh, fix and flip um, celebrity. Yeah, fixer upper. fixer upper. He's a he's a he's a media star as is his wife Joanna yeah, yeah. and they have a wonderful successful family and and so right, he's the thing that you think that you you dream of being that and and when it gets, you know, beaten down, you may think life's over because you say that Chip thought his life was over and 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 here he's done a, a beautiful job with fixer upper and their beloved family and so on. Okay, so I want to get on to some of the specific keys, and, and certainly you can can bring in some of the, the folks that you cite in the book, like Elon Musk and, and Denzel Washington. Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk is good at getting bizarre media attention, but nevertheless, he's a great <laughs> success, so we can certainly use him as a success story. Now, you recommend a couple of key pointers in your book that, that have to do with intentionality, which you recommend, that as kids are preparing to go to college and then are in college and then preparing for a career while they're in college. These are things that are going to set them apart. You have some very specific pointers. They have to do with being a volunteer, seeking out internships, making uh, intentional relationship connections, uh, being a good listener, and finding a mentor. Now, strangely enough, I am not bragging on myself because people may or may not consider me a raging success, but but I did most of those things. And and I see how they have played in into my life and, and enabled me to do certain things that I wanted to do. But but can you you know kind of isolate some of those things like the internships and and finding a mentor and things like that and, and talk about how they played out in some people's lives and how they set them up for success? Absolutely. And I, but first I want to say Boy, I wish we had interviewed you for the book. You are just a uh, poster child for all the things we're preaching. <laughs> oh, thank you. I didn't mean to do my own PR there with lack of humility. I really just meant to say it, this stuff works, you know. It does work. 
And and the real the real challenge that most kids have when they go into to college is that for 18 years they've had someone else make most of their decisions for them and take care of most of their life things they've had. Yeah. And now they're on their own, and the college says to the parents, uh, we've got it from here, see you later. And then there's no guidance for them once they get on campus. So they're yeah. kind of floundering. And, and that's one of the biggest biggest challenges that these kids have is that they don't really know what to do. So what we teach them is really three basic things. Um, and I'll use a, a superhero example for this. Okay. Um, we teach them to leap tall buildings. That is, get to know the administrators, the professors, the grad students uh, on campus, uh, and get to know, interview them, find out why why they're in this profession, what mistakes they made, learn from from these people that are further down the road than you. Yes. Uh, next, we say to walk through walls, get out into the community, do some volunteer work, uh, get to know some of the business people, the the political leaders in the community. In many cases, you're going to have your first job in that same city or general locality where you went to school. So make sure you create that that relationship connection path uh, off campus early on in the process, or even while you're in high school, if you're going to go to a local local college. Yeah. Um, the third thing is is create superpower superhero relationships. Um, that that by creating a a group of peers that have integrity and character and also those community and, and on-campus people, that's going to make you fireproof. So you'll never be without a good friend or a good job. Yeah, you and you outline how people who, who were able to put um, volunteer work and internships, which may seem like a waste of time because they're not necessarily making money and so on, when they were able to put those on the, their resumes as they were leaving college and looking for jobs, that they were much more likely to get hired if they'd done some volunteer work or if they'd done some internships in their area of interest or even outside of their area of interest. You talk about that too. And specifically, can you tell the Elon Musk story about how he just just sought out a mentor and that made all the difference for him in being the billionaire that he is now? Mm-hmm. Well, and actually... Um... That Warren Buffett is probably a better example of that. Okay, okay. And and that he's a he's a multi-billionaire, one of the richest people in the world, and he he actually changed uh, colleges where he was going so that he could be mentored by this particular professor, uh, economics professor. And mm-hmm. for several years after college, he had that professor as a mentor, and that's who he attributes to the vast majority of his huge financial success. And each year, he Warren Buffett then selects 12 people that he mentors for a year. Mm-hmm. Oh, good for him! I, I'll call him up and say, "Could I please be your mentor, Mr. Buffett?" Um, <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure he's fabulous. Um, do any other little stories you want to tell before we get to the final kind of overview of the keys to launching a great life and and some of the secrets that you share in the book about how to be successful for for kids and for a, a parents who who want to instill these things in their kids as they prepare for college and as they go to college? Any other quick anecdotes you want to tell before we get into the keys to launching a great life? Yeah, the, Steven Spielberg, I think, is a great example of a couple of different things. He applied to a certain film school that he wanted to get into and was denied admission uh, twice because his grades were not good enough. So okay. he went to a, quote, lesser school, but uh, he was greatly disappointed and thought that his, his movie career was over before it started. 
But there was an internship offered through his little lesser-known school at Universal Studios. And he got oh. that internship, and he learned everything he could about every aspect of the of the business, including uh, violating some of the rules where he wasn't supposed to go on set, but he did anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and in the process, he created his own uh, movie to show to one of the people in the studios, and they were so impressed with him that they actually offered him a job. So he actually didn't graduate from college until many, many years later, uh, but he was hired by Universal Studios as a direct result of that internship. So yeah, so people shouldn't be... I would Make I, sure you do it like a job. I want to re- say that you also talk, talk about the very successful writer, Michael Crichton, and he was told he couldn't write, but he pressed mm-hmm. on, and, and surely he can write. Um, you actually have... One other uh, thing that I want to get to before we get into the keys, and, and we'll leave a couple of minutes for the keys. By the way, you share so many things in your book, and people can also reach out to you through your websites. But um, you you have a bonus free report on 50 companies that offer internships, so kids could get going on that. But you say um, that, uh, what is it, about finding a problem and fixing it. Can you talk about that? <laughs> yes. Too many kids go to school thinking, I'm a problem and I've got to fix myself and I've got to be better and I wish I was more like this person or that person. And we like to tell them, you're not the problem, find one. And there are so many people that have built literally literal empires on a problem that they decided to, that they saw and they fixed. Um, one of them is, the, um, is Paul Orfala. And he, when he went to college, he noticed that there weren't, there was only one copier available to the students, and when it came time for projects and whatever, it was so so packed with people waiting in line that he said, I can fix this, and he rented a uh, computer. This is a shortened version, but he rented a, a copier mm-hmm. and uh, started a little unit in a little almost a closet-size office space right outside the college, and it became Kinko's and the empire of Kinko's. I'm sure you've heard of yeah. <laughs> little little thing. Yeah. And um, but that's how it started. He saw a need. Another student um, started baking cookies in the dorm just for himself. And the of course the scent would waft through the dorm. And uh, now he has a a whole series of cookie shops, home baked, delivered to you baked fresh cookies all over the country called insomniac cookies. Okay, so just a reminder, we are talking to the authors of College Secrets of Highly Successful People, Keys to Launching a Great Life as part of our education series. I said education weirdly there, but (laughs) that's okay. All right, they're going to share some of their keys for launching a great life. They've got 15 at the end of the book. Tom or Lindy, can you give us five or six of those before we sign off with you? Yes. Uh, first, create a plan. It uh, doesn't have to be set in stone, but do what you need to do to, to at least know why you're going to college. Uh, really important to practice professionalism. Say thank you, show gratitude and graciousness. Create a, a social network, not only of your peers, but also professionals and professors. Don't let failure stop you from pursuing your dream. Do a lot of volunteer work. And it helps not only for employers, but it also gets you outside of yourself. Think for yourself. Don't necessarily parrot whatever somebody else is telling you you should believe. Especially uh, the professors. 
Learn to yes, yes, yes. You can think for yourself. Um, and you also say, find an internship and connect with a mentor. These are all amazing exactly. pieces of advice. It, these are going to help people be successful. And, and you give wonderful examples of people like Denzel Washington and Carrie Underwood, as I've said, and you gave some of the personal examples today. How do people find you in the book? The best way to get the book and get more information about us is to go to collegesecretsbook.com. That's collegesecretsbook.com. Or they can uh, contact us at America's College Advisors. That's ORS. Dot com, America's College Advisors.com. Wonderful. Tom and Landy, you have been a blessing, and I hope people really take this information and it helps them um, help their children be a success. So thanks for being on Channel Mom today. All right. God bless you and your family. All right. College secrets of highly successful people. I hope that helped you today. The end of our education series. I hope the whole thing has helped parents out there make some decisions and help their children to make good decisions uh, to help them be successful as uh, they fill out and uh, follow their callings in life. I want to tell you that next week we've got something really cool. Lisa Bevere, well-known speaker, is going to be on the show telling us how to be strong as women. And she got a brand new book all about that. And I hope that can be a blessing to you. And this is the time in the show that I say, thank you for all you do as moms. If nobody's thanked you today, I'm thanking you. I know how hard you work to, to make things good for your children, especially right now. And you're raising your children to make a difference in this world. And I thank you for that. And uh, I'm sure God sees, and I appreciate how you serve him by the way in which you raise your children. Remember to check us out at channelmom.com. Pray for us. You can give to us if you feel led. Thanks to all our donors. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. Hang in there. I know it's tough right now, but hang in there. Be well. Bye-bye. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM, and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.